0: Okay. Hi and welcome to the founding. <laughs> Don't worry. Hi and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneurs 15 Minutes. She's Rochelle Leering, entrepreneur coach and partner in growth tribute.
1: He is David Foster, founder coach and experienced entrepreneur. Welcome.
0: Today we're asking how can an entrepreneur stay happy during really difficult times? Mm. Rochelle, start us off.
1: What a question, uh, easily said, hard to answer. Um, first of all, I think it's good to mention that you're not alone. I think Mm -hmm. it's super duper common to have periods of decline, uh, to have so much worry going on, but I think the most important thing that I want to start off with is that you actually seek help and actually talk to somebody about this.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point because hidden misery is worse than mm. when you share it. I kinda yes. wanna take a just a one step back and say, why does an entrepreneur or a founder want to be happy? Mm-hmm. And I think we should remind ourselves that if you're happy or content, or at least not under stress, your cognitive performance is better. You make better decisions. So it's good to want to be in that state.
1: I agree. And I think a happy entrepreneur is a thriving entrepreneur. Um, It very much is about how you show up in your business. So if you are investing in yourself, feeling great overall, and just having a good mental well being, I think this adds to the success of your business. So yes, bottom line being, it's super important to work on this. And indeed, as you say, decision making is always better when you feel great and have that mental clarity.
0: Yeah, I think everybody can relate to that. Because we all mess up things after a big fight, or when we're worried about something, you know, that's a very common thing. But I think the other thing that I want to point out here is that happiness is really a byproduct of being engaged and getting achievement. So we can't really chase happiness, but we can watch our goals, cut them up into little pieces so that we make progress and be fully engaged.
1: I so agree. And the word progress is exactly another point that I wanted to to make today that happiness does not happen the moment you have that success you're achieving Mm. or wanting to achieve. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, you're happy at that moment, I hope you are and I hope you're enjoying that milestone. But Mm -hmm. in, in that journey, it's it's so important to stay happy throughout the process. And happiness is more than just like smiling and, you know, doing fun things. It's rather that mental state. So the word progress is really, really important here. To me, that means that you actually go and track what you're up to, uh, the progress you're making over weekly or monthly periods Mm -hmm. and actually feel maybe even in your body that, whoa, I am seeing progress here, so I should be proud. I think we're moving forward. And if you can keep that perspective, I think that's how you stay happy no matter what.
0: Yeah. That goes back to my training journals. When I was an athlete to be able to look at, wow, Mm -hmm. I've done all this. I really have made progress, but let's talk about tough times. Yeah, because the economy is difficult for a lot of people. And a lot of us feel that pressure of, I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be able to do, or I'm not achieving. Mm -hmm. And one of the principles that comes out of psychology is to shorten your timelines when you're under stress. So when things are really, really difficult, and you can't actually see a, the result that you were expecting from your business in the in the future, pull back a little bit, and say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a good job at this, I'm going to engage in this, I'm going to achieve this. And that Mm -hmm. gets back to that idea that happiness comes from achievement and engagement. And if you tailor those achievements and how you're going to engage into something that's actually possible, you will actually do better, which will Mm -hmm. make you happier.
1: I so agree with that. And it goes to the point of quick wins (coughs) and and small wins, just looking Mm -hmm. at those and feeling (coughs) achieved because the the feeling of achievement really goes for that happiness. And I think much of what we're doing in our business is hard work. Um, You know, we can show up and say like, when we talk to friends or to other people, how are you doing with the business? And it's easy to say, you know, we're stressed. Um, I'm busy. Um, I'm fine. But it's harder to really admit that in the end we all have struggles in the back end, and it it just doesn't go away. I think hurdles get bigger the bigger the business becomes, but the moment you actually lead or let the the hardship lead your emotions that's when you really have an issue as in a big problem to work on for yourself. I think that should be the point in time where you flag it and become aware of, Hey, this is hurting me so much. Like what is, what is up with that? What is it costing me to feel this way? Um, Yeah.
0: The small wins is really important because one of my coaches, athletic coaches used to say big wins are made up of small wins. Yeah. And so if you're feeling some sort of pressure you know, one of the questions to ask yourself, because our our whole idea here is to help people think through what they're facing. Mm -hmm, And so if you're feeling that kind of pressure or that absence of achievement, start breaking up some of those things that you do into smaller wins and ask yourself, how can I do this? How can I have a successful day? Even if that day doesn't look like exactly how I would project it. Right. Right. Along with that, I think it's really useful to ask yourself why you're unhappy. Hmm. And that can be through journaling, it can be through a walk, it can be through a discussion with somebody that you trust, or it can just be an internal discussion. But when when we examine the reasons why we're unhappy or we say we're unhappy, it's really useful to think, well, how probable is that? Hmm. And what can I do about it that I would do today or this week or put it on the book somehow.
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think this also goes for something that I teach clients to look at worst case scenarios, Mm -hmm. to really look at what is literally the worst thing that can happen in this situation. Because Mm -hmm. of course our head goes off and just sees alerts because that's what our brain is uh, trained to do. But when it comes to business hardship and trying to stay on track with everything and, and still feeling that you're moving forward, it is also good to know what your your social um, support would be or your financial support would be. And mm-hmm. thus knowing there's always some sort of foundation to fall back on. So what am I stressing out about in this certain moment? Because I think we're making things too big at some point.
0: We We human beings, I think, always make things too big. Right. And <clears throat> a lot of times founders and entrepreneurs, especially founders with investors, they feel this pressure that, you know, I, I sold you investor or customers or employees on this certain path. It's not working out that way and unspoken. ah, that's a, that's a lot of pressure, but if you go and talk to people about it, especially those people that you think that are affected, as you point out, our worst case scenarios and fears really never come to fruition so that's a another good question to ask yourself what's the worst that can happen and what would it be like to go for me to go talk to you to say Mm -hmm. i think things are a little bit different or i'm struggling Mm -hmm. or we had this thing happen Mm -hmm. that reduces the load on you yes significantly
1: yeah i so agree and thus that goes to the point of talking to somebody like ideally the person in in this whole situation, that would be an investor or a co-founder that you're having a battle with, or Mm -hmm. just something that's happening internally uh, within the team. But indeed, I think we all get our our emotions playing Mm -hmm. in this. Um, Mm -hmm. And we have different perspectives. It's just that we have different stakes and things as well. So we have a different worst case scenario or different idea of how bad the situation is because of our stakes. And I think it's always good to have a second opinion to make sure that maybe you're not going crazy on this. And secondly, that there is some way out. And there's some resolvement. Um, because when we're thinking of this exhausted, stressed mm-hmm. out situation, I think it's super hard to look for solutions.
0: Yes. And speaking of exhaustion, and by the way, we're screaming into the last four minutes of our, oh, viewers my gosh. Time. So we're we going to stick to that. We, we can handle a few questions, I think let's hear yeah. the questions
1: yeah so karen thank you for listening in and as she said doesn't everybody want to be happy sure and flipping it is a good way of uh to jolt the thinking for sure really flipping it uh nikita um,
0: Uh, let me just say flipping it thinking about the opposite and especially experiencing some of the opposite it Mm. it makes the dragon smaller so that's a really good point i think
1: Hmm. yeah for sure Um, Nikita asks a question. um, How can founders focus less on self criticism and enjoy the small wins more? As a lot of founders I know said that the small wins don't even matter for them anymore, as they're only focused on big milestones. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, thank you for the question. I think, obviously a very complex topic. But I think Mm -hmm. that the answer to your question is in it. It's we have the ability to choose our focus. And when we launch a business, oftentimes our focus is in the far future and that there's a picture of what it will look like after everything is done. But the reality is there's an awful lot to be done and practicing changing your focus means that you'll be able to see those small wins for small wins. Mm -hmm. So again, massive question and that's just Mm -hmm. sort of the you know, the basics of how to look at it. But really ask yourself, what am I focusing on?
1: Hmm. Yeah, and something that I do, and I also recommend doing, I know, we're not into the tips here, but still, um, doing an exercise of gratitude every day, whether that's journaling, or just in your head or talking to somebody out of it. But what is it that you're grateful for today, in the business, no matter what you have to find three things. Because once you start looking for the right things, You'll, you'll see it during the day. And I think yeah. seeing the small wins, but also seeing the small little positive things that do happen, I think that will change your perspective. And as you said, the journey is long. You don't get to that milestone that you're seeking so fast. Uh, there's so much more that will come. It will take longer. You have to expect that almost. Um, and thus, what can you do to stay happy in that meantime and still stay resilient? And I think in the end, if you can master your emotions, if you can master your thoughts, then you're really on the right path.
0: Yes, yes, I completely agree. And I think I would take what you said and almost make it a question to help people think. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself working and just driven down about, you know, this is not working out how I want it to work out. A great question to ask at that point in time is, well, what am I grateful for? What Mm -hmm. is working out? what hasn't happened. And that gives you some sort of balance. Hmm. And I just want to throw in, you're not going to achieve any kind of happiness without, well, listening to what we said last week about always being on. If you don't take breaks, it's incredibly hard to appreciate what you're doing. Do we have another question? It looks like we have one minute left.
1: Yes. Um, okay. Kathy asks, how can you integrate happiness in your personal life with your business life? Hmm.
0: you know what Hard to answer? It's hard to answer in less than 30 seconds. Maybe yes. Kathy, we will take that as one of our topics either next week yes. or the week after.
1: Yes, I agree on that. I see we have one half minutes left. I, maybe our timers are off. I'm at yeah. 1320. I would like to ask one more question I would like to add into the discussion. Um, I would go ahead and ask yourself, what story am I ask, Or am I really telling myself about the situation? What is the story in my head? And if that keeps repeating, that's what will happen. And the story of fear of what if that will integrate into your body. That's how you get into a fear state. So avoid that and ask yourself if you can actually change that story.
0: Right. Because if we do this old trick of everybody say hello in your head, just say hello then you have to ask yourself who is that that's saying hello mm-hmm. if that person who said hello or that part of you can pick your thoughts the same way that you pick your clothes you have mm-hmm. a choice over what you're thinking and that leads to that story that you're talking about and that you know is probably another topic that we should cover about awareness
1: for sure because
0: there's no there's no effort to Increase your awareness. That's gonna, That's not going to help.
1: Agree. Any last remarks you want to make uh, to the point of somebody in the comments, Maxine? Yes, there is a replay right after this. I'll make sure you get it. Any last okay. remarks, David?
0: Any last remarks? I think probably has to do with a lot of this stuff. The question that you ask yourself is more important than trying to find the, an answer from outside. How about you?
1: The perspective you have on your business, long-term and short-term, affects how you show up and to really question how that is and how it affects you.
0: Yeah, good point. Well, there we are. We're at the the limit. Thank you, everybody. We got to go. Yes. Thank you,
1: too. Thanks, everybody, for engaging. Talk to you next week. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Cheers.